Welcome to Equipped and Established, a podcast of Valley Bible Church where we seek to equip people with the Word of God to be established in the truth. Hey everyone, this is episode 43 of the Equipped and Established podcast. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is part of our 10-minute theology series where we talk about a certain topic of theology in around 10 minutes. And this week we are continuing to look at our broader topic of theology, of theology proper, which is again just kind of the study of God in general. And if you've been kind of keeping track of these, we've been kind of walking through all the attributes of God, okay? And so... Today, we are focusing on the aspect that God is righteous or just, okay? And so, uh, we have kind of a lot to unpack here in these 10 minutes. I'll try to do my best to stay close to that time frame, but we'll, we'll get into it, all right? So, okay, so that God is righteous and just. And so, now we, we might not necessarily associate kind of these two attributes together, But in scripture, what we kind of see is that both of these words in both the Old and the New Testament, the Hebrew and the Greek, they tend to come from the same kind of basic roots, okay, the same basic root words. And so they actually do kind of carry a similar idea. And so that's why we're going to kind of, we're going to address them together in this episode and kind of somewhat use them interchangeably. And so, again, starting point. Let's consider some scripture. So scripture is once again clear that God is righteous and just. And so just a couple passages for us to look at here. From Deuteronomy 32 verse 4, it says, The rock, his work is perfect, for all his ways are justice, a God of faithfulness and without iniquity. Just and upright is he. Okay, and then even towards the end of Job, Job 37 verse 23 it says the almighty we cannot find him he is great in power justice and abundant righteousness he will not violate and so notice the emphasis on god's justice and righteousness in these verses deuteronomy 32 it says like for all his ways are justice kind of like that it's not like they're all just they are all justice then it even says just and upright is he and then even the Job one, like how I phrase it, it says justice, and, and notice this here, abundant righteousness. I like that. Justice and abundant righteousness, he will not violate. Okay? So we see clearly that scripture describes God as being a God of justice, a God of righteousness. He is right. He is just. And so then let's, again, expand this out a little bit like we normally do and kind of look at, well, what does this mean? Okay, what does this mean that he is righteous and just? And really, this you can kind of define in this way of this means that everything that God does is right slash just. And he is also the ultimate standard of what is right or just. Okay, so notice there's two parts to kind of that definition there, that explanation. So first, all that God does is right or just. We see that clearly laid out in even the passages we just read, right? The Deuteronomy one, like all his ways are justice. Everything he does is justice. And then even in the Job passage, it says justice in abundant righteousness, he will not violate. 
state. So he will not violate those standards of justice and uh, righteousness. But then you have to ask that kind of follow-up question of, okay, well, how do you determine what is right or just? We live in a time where many people have varying thoughts of what is right or just. So how do we determine what is, in fact, right or just? And kind of similar to when we talked about, um, when we're talking about God being true, if you go back to that episode of that podcast, uh, it's a similar idea. But when we say, since God is perfectly just and righteous, then he is also the standard of what is just and right. Okay, he is the standard of what is just and right. And so there's not some like ethereal standard of justice and righteousness that like God is like bound by in a sense, but rather he is that standard of what justice and righteousness is. And so you can then describe it essentially whatever is in line with God's character is right and just. So then God's righteousness or justice means that he will always act in a way consistent with his character. Okay, he's going to always act in a way consistent with his character. And with this being the case, then that means that God will always treat people in a right or just way. Okay, he will always seek to treat people in a right or just way. And this can be a very comforting truth to grab hold of knowing that God will never seek to like wrong you in some way or show injustice towards you. Because again, if you think of all God's attributes, if he's all powerful as we've seen before, and yet he was a God that was not just or right, that's a terrifying prospect. Okay. But rather we have a God who is all powerful, all that, but he is also just. And so we can know that he is working in a way that is right, working in a way that is just. And so that's hugely comforting. However, this truth also has the sobering reality attached to it that since he is a God of righteousness and justice, then this means that he will be the perfect judge who perfectly gives people what they deserve. So this kind of reminds me of the passage we've been quoting so often as we've gone through these attributes of God, the Exodus 34, 6 through 7, where it's, again, the Lord declaring to Moses his name, like who he is. And so um, let me read that and give bring that to a reminder. So Exodus 34, 6 through 7 says, The Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who, who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and the children's children to the third and the fourth generation. So notice in those verses kind of the two sides there. And some of the things we've already talked about, like, yes, God is a merciful gracious and forgiving God. But you can't miss that phrase also in there that he declares after talking about like forgiving sin and all that. But then he says that even though that's the case, like, but who will by no means clear the guilty. Okay. He is a God of justice. And if God just ignored sin, 
then what? He would no longer be acting in a way that is just or right, and therefore would not be acting in a way that's consistent with his character. Therefore, to be perfectly righteous and be able to forgive sin, to be perfectly just as well, sin has to be dealt with. And that's where the beauty of the gospel comes into play. This is why Christ had to die on our behalf and bear the punishment for our sins so that God could forgive sin while still being just and righteous at the same time. And that's exactly what Paul explains in Romans 3. So let me read some verses. Romans 3, verses 23-26. We're probably a lot of you are familiar with Romans 3-23, but let's continue past that. So, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and are justified by his grace as a gift, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time that he might be just in the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. So notice that. We have the work of Christ on our behalf. We have all sinned, fall short, but we can be justified through the work of Christ, and his work on our behalf makes it so that God might be just and also the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Okay? So there's that aspect. So that's the beauty of the gospel there, tying in with God's righteousness and justice. Okay? All right. So kind of, again, to wrap up, um, don't have a whole lot of time here, but I'd like to, again, end with some application here. And so let me kind of go quickly through some of these. Uh, just things that initially kind of came to my mind as we think and dwell upon the righteousness and justice of God. Uh, first off, as we just came off this talk of the gospel, like worship our first application, right? Like hopefully we worship God, worship Christ for his work on our behalf to pay the penalty for our sin and therefore satisfying God's righteousness and justice. So again, hopefully this leads us to praise. Hopefully this leads us to worship as we think about that, dwell upon that. Okay. Um, I think another thing, if, if all that God does is right or just, uh, I think that should give us hope when we encounter kind of difficult times or things going on in life. I think often when we face those things in our life, we are tempted to blame God, but rather we should seek to trust him. And even in that times, it's hard to see, we trust that he is in fact right and just. Okay. Um, I think this should, and a third application, a lot of application you draw from here, a third application, uh, I think this should also impact the lens through which we determine what is right or just. Again, I explained earlier, we live in a time where a lot of people have differing views of what is right or just, but for us as believers, hopefully we are seeking to line ourselves with, okay, what is right or just? And really questions we can ask, like, is it in line with God's character? Is it in line with God's character? Is it in line with, essentially, God's word? Okay, is it in line with his standard of righteousness and justice? Okay, not just our own subjective standard. Is it in line with his righteousness and justice? I think, as we've talked with a lot of our attributes, we should be seeking to imitate God, right? So we should strive to be people who are righteous or just in our lives, Okay, we should be people of justice and righteousness. Um, that should characterize us, and we should pursue that for sure. And then lastly, I think this should also uh, give us hope. 
because in the end, right, we live in a very messed up world where well, there is injustice. There is a lot of things that are not right that are done. But we can have hope that God is working, that in the end, he will make all things right. And we will then be a part of and be in this kingdom where perfect justice and righteousness will reign. And that's awesome, right? Hopefully we look forward to that. Our hope is not in this world. Our hope is in the world to come. And we look forward to that where we're part of this kingdom that Christ established that is, again, flowing with justice and righteousness. Okay? All right. So we went a little over. Hopefully that's okay. Um, Again, a lot to kind of cram in just those 10 minutes. But uh, that's going to wrap us up. So that's going to do it for today's episode. And so we'll catch you all next time.